T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This story caught my eye. It's something that I, th- I think it's commonplace, right? I've heard it a ton. But now, uh, in Oregon, they're looking to ban what they call real estate love letters. Let's take a look. A federal judge blocking Oregon's first-in-the-nation ban on so-called real estate love letters, personal notes from prospective home buyers to home sellers. The Oregon legislature last year attempted to limit housing discrimination by prohibiting buyers from sending letters to sellers to try and sweeten their offers on houses for sale. Those letters, you know you know what I'm talking about here. They're written to appeal to a seller to accept maybe a less competitive offer. Maybe it's a similar offer, but tug at the heartstrings a little bit. Well, Oregon outlawed them as of January 1st. Lawmakers were seeking to ensure sellers couldn't make decisions based on race, national origin, marital or family status, sex, sexual orientation, or other protected classes. Which I'm not sure how you get all that from the letter. I, I didn't include all that in, you know, when I wrote my letter. <laughs> Hi, my name is Brian. Straight, white, man. Um, didn't. Do, does anybody, if you're selling a home, has this ever happened in the history of... Selling a house, you, you get one of these handwritten notes. You're looking at the handwriting and you, wait a second. Is that, this is a woman's handwriting. Well, they're not getting the house. That's, I don't think that's ever happened in the history of uh, any of these letters. But anyways, uh, the, the ban on these love letters was struck down by a judge who said it would violate the First Amendment by restricting free speech a little too broadly. I had, um, you know, one of my own experiences. It wasn't in a letter, but it was actually getting to meet the person. We were looking at a house, and it just so happened the homeowner came kind of unexpectedly around, you know, it was their house, they do whatever they want, around their house to go look at something. And, you know, our realtor at the time, you know, kind of nudged us, like, hey, this is your chance right here. Like, go. I, I mean, you got... Make an impression so that when you put an offer in, they might remember you. So we did, introduced ourselves. Seemed very nice. We put our offer in. We got a call from our realtor uh, the next day. They said, yeah, they didn't really care about that. They're just going with the uh, money. (laughs) I was not that charming in person. Uh, But I I was interested in this topic. So I wanted to bring on Sharon Simonelli. It's with the Buffalo Niagara Association of Realtors. Sharon, I feel like this practice, writing a letter, 
I mean, I, I've heard about this from so many people. I don't know if it's advised from the realtor. It's something that, you know, your parents, it's handed down from the generations just as, you know, a way to, to get in. I, I feel like so many people are doing it now, though, that uh, maybe it doesn't work as well as it once used to. Hi, Brian. How are you today? Hey, doing well. Good. Um, love letters. They have been a bone of contention for many years now. Our New York State Attorney, Anthony Gatto, really wanted to forbid them from realtors to use them because of the fact they did feel it was violating fair housing. Fair housing has gotten very strict. The laws have all been there. They've added classes to it. But they don't want homeowners to pick because of who the person is. They want the homeowners to judge the offers as written, which is the best offer, which is going to benefit them the most, not who's going to be living in the house. If you write a letter, hey, I'm married with two children, have a million Catholics, and my church is right down the street, and that's what the homeowner is. That's really, you know, going against any other race or religion or, you know, marital status that might purchase the house. That's what the courts are looking at now. Fair housing is a real big topic. And it should have been for a long time, but it is right now. You know, it's surprising, Sharon, for me to hear that because when I think of these letters, I think a lot of people think of them. You're thinking more of something that's just, hey, you know, I... I love this house. It looks like the perfect, you know, this is my sappy, I'm sure this is the one you get all the time. Uh, this looks like the perfect home for, uh, you know, our family to grow in and yada, 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 all that sappy stuff. Um, right. and, and, you know, that sounds a lot better than, hey, you know, this is a great house to flip and make a buck on. Right. Well, you see, flipping is not, you know, that's not a protected class. But if you have a, if somebody comes in and doesn't have a family and you choose a family over say a, 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 a gay couple or um, an older couple that wanted the house, now you're discriminating against age. You're discriminating against because you'd rather have the family in your house than the other people that have applied, even though their offers could be the same. You're choosing um, a protected class. That's where the that's where they're coming from. In New York State right now, if someone sent if I'm a listing agent and someone sent a love letter, I would have it forwarded right to the attorneys because that puts me in jeopardy if it is breaking a fair housing law. Really? See, I I'm kind of surprised by this. Now this turns into a whole legal question more than it does. I, I thought this would just be an annoyance question. To be honest, uh, because, you know, I, I would think, and this is the legal question, that, you know, it, it's your property to sell, whether that's a house, a piece of land, a hockey stick, <laughs> you know, uh, that y you can kind of pick and choose who I want to sell that to. Well, you know, I have this bike. I'm going to sell it to my little brother for a little less rather than the kid down the street who wants it and might give me a little bit more. But, you know, it's because it's my property and my prerogative. But, you know, maybe not, I guess. When you put this out on the open market, you have to follow realtors. If you're for sale by owner, I can't speak for, for sale by owners because they're representing their own property. When you hire a realtor, 
to represent you. We have to follow all the fair housing laws. You, we cannot break. I mean, I can't choose, Brian, because you want the house and you have a family, and Mr. and Mrs. Smith over here don't have any children, and Mr. and they want the house too. I just discriminated against someone for it could be age, it could be religion, it could be color, it could be anything. When someone puts offers in it on a house, especially in this market, you need to go in with highest and best. You look at nothing else but what's on that paper. They wanted to even start leaving out names so they couldn't judge who the, the buyers were. That, that's to the point where they're coming to. The names will be added to the contract after the fact. And that's kind of wild. Um, I, I was originally, you know, when I uh, brought you on, I thought that we'd be having a conversation of, you know, there's so many, everyone's putting a letter in now. They all got the same story that it just becomes annoying and no one pays attention to them. But no. uh, from what I'm hearing, that's not the case. No, the letters could be very, really, really put real for the jeopardy with fair housing laws. So if somebody tells me that they're going to send a letter, they send it to the attorney. Don't send it to me. I don't even want to see it. And then make the, the attorneys make the decisions. It's very touchy. It's, you really have to be careful. I mean, fair housing laws are in place to protect these people, to protect these protected classes, because they've always been discriminated against. So you have to, when real estate now, you judge what's on the paper in front of you, not the person buying it, or what they have or who they are. You can send a letter in and say, my dog will love your backyard. That's okay, because a dog is not a protected class. But if you come in and say that, you know, my children and my kids and all that, and another one comes in and says, you know, we're just married and we don't plan on having children, you know, and, and they're, you know, 65 years old, well, you don't want an older person in your house. It's the younger kids, so you're judging it on a protected, on a, you're going against a protected class. It's discrimination. That's uh, how far down the line does that go? So, you know, I'm looking at this, this decision in Oregon where the rule was made. It doesn't stand right now. It was struck down by a judge. But the rule was made so that sellers couldn't make decisions based on race, national origin, marital or family status, sex, sexual orientation or other protected classes. I mean, that's a long list. And, you know, other protected classes that goes down a line. How all encompassing is that? Like. Could I, uh, you know, say, hey, I, I mean, listen, I, I really like your home. Um, your uh, f- hardwood floors are beautiful. They feel good on my feet. Uh, but, you know, am I outing myself as somebody with feet? I, does it go that far? <laughs> no, because your feet are not a protected class. The federal protected classes are you know, the race, the color, religion, citizenship of national origin, women's rights, pregnancy. You, know, you can't you know, go against someone that's pregnant or gender identity, age, physical or mental disabilities, uh, military veteran. Those are all protected classes. New York State added more. They added in marital status, uh, source of income, lawful source of income, and children, also victims of domestic violence. A landlord, a landlord, a homeowner could say, oh, my goodness, there's trouble with these people, domestic violence, if they, I mean, you just, you know, it would fall probably more under a rental, but any of these protected classes, you can write a letter. You can write it. The only 
safe letter you could probably write today is say, Dear seller, I love your house. It's very beautiful. I have a dog that will love your backyard. That's it, because the dog is not a protected class. That's that's interesting. Is it different if, you know, say you didn't go through the realtor and you just somebody acted on their own, left something in the mailbox and then the seller, without bringing it to anybody's attention, read that letter on their own and made the decision as to who to sell that to? Well, if I didn't know, I mean, if the seller, if the seller told me that they received that letter, I would ask them for the letter and forward it right to their attorney. Pretty interesting. I, I never would have thought that, Sharon, and uh, I thank you for the access. So you, you don't get a lot of those? Uh, you don't tell anybody to write the letters or anything? That goes so against all the advice I hear from, well, I mean, people not in the real estate business, but, you know, family and friends who, uh, right, all say that. Right. I just had one client just two days ago say that they wrote a letter. I said, I'm sorry, I can't take it. I won't do it. I there's, you could put your license on the line. And I can tell you this, Brian, because I am a member of the Erie County Fair Housing Board. And I see what goes on. That's very interesting. Hey, Sharon, thanks so much for the time. I, I really do appreciate it. Sharon Simonelli is with the Buffalo Niagara Association of Realtors. I- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 